Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6, Radio Stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. A few words for a successful life. Always ask why. Why? Tell the truth. All the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. Can I go now? My dog wants to play. Oh yeah, play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leading Bargain liquid detergent. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 you know what time it is. It's time to set this place on fire. Welcome to Atlanta's hottest hip hop radio show, where we keep it real, keep it raw, and keep those beats banging all morning long. Here at KLP Entertainment. Live from our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station. ATL's very own KLP, Kennedy Lucas. And this is KLP in the morning. Morning, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is KLB in the Morning with your host, KLB Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully you guys have uh, been enjoying the wonderful, and I do mean this, guys, the wonderful, wonderful uh, weekend. It is Monday, officially October 9th. See, I stepped out the house this morning to get to the studio, and boy, oh boy, was it cooler. And it felt so amazing. I So here's what I had to do, y'all. I stepped out and I was wearing my shorts at first because, you know, I'm still thinking that it's summertime and I stepped out and 
it was breezy this morning. I was like, oh no, I need pants. So I went back and got some pants because I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. Um, again, yes, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the radio show. Uh, KLP in the morning. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Uh, by the way, if I didn't announce that so many times already, uh, it is Monday, October 9th. Happy Columbus Day if we still celebrate that kind of thing. Uh, honestly, that is, you know, it's a, it's a holiday, but a lot of people are at work today. So typically, I remember back when I was younger. And T, maybe you remember this too. Back when we were kids, Columbus Day used to be this big deal, right? Uh, it used to be a big deal where it's either if you went to school, it was either a half day or if it's not a half day, then it's uh, a, a day off, right? Like a Monday, like a like a, a day off from school. But nowadays, holidays like that seem like they don't get celebrated as much. Uh, people still have to go to work. Uh, people still have to do their thing. We had a, a shindig at the house last night. And that was, by the way, that was phenomenal. We've had some friends come over and, you know, we were sending uh, one of our friends, uh, Braxton. Shout out to Braxton. You guys, if you don't know Braxton, Braxton Perry, a cinematographer for our one of our documentaries, Street Style Homecoming, uh, he's moving. So congratulations to him. I don't really want to put on blast where he's moving to because I think he wants to keep that part private. Um, but he's moving out the state. So uh, congratulations to you, buddy. Uh, wish you best luck in your, your venture or in the state that you're going in that I'm not going to put out on blast on this public radio show. But congratulations to you. So we had a little shindig. And some of my friends was like, yeah, we got work in the morning. So, uh, yeah, we got to go. So uh, we were joking around uh, about it. But seriously, uh, I told uh, all of our friends that you really understand that we really grew up really well because when you grow up you can't you can't do all the things that you used to do back when you were younger say maybe when you were 18 right you there's a lot of things you can't do when you're 18 when you were 18 you could do staying up super late to about three o'clock in the morning i remember my college days we stood up we didn't drink or nothing on campus but we've had little kickbacks little shindigs and food and sodas and playing video games up until about three o'clock in the morning and now we can't do that anymore as we get older yeah it's way past our bedtime because we got to get up early for work we're tired you know so it was an interesting interesting point um the last night was very very fun uh we're back here in the studio hence this morning being that our show is a little bit later on into the morning it's not eight o'clock uh so yeah that's what we got going on um went to the gym yesterday too so it was good it was a very very good weekend and we're back here in the studio to perform another uh, show for you guys and hints of my story yes t it is cooler it's fall season uh, passing, uh, going through my neighborhood and leaving out and going to the, the highway, seeing the, the, the trees and the leaves turn orange and brown. We're ready for the season. I'm really ready for the season. I get very, very stoked for the season. So I'm excited. We're all excited. Fall season is here. Halloween is around the corner. You got Spider-Man 2 around the corner. Cannot wait for that. So it's a lot of greatness going on for that as well now oh i am so excited i and i'm gonna be honest with you guys i am trying to navigate my my monitor here to the story now this story and i blew the mic and i'm sorry guys but this i'm very very excited for this story because i waited a whole day and a half to talk about this oh we gotta talk about it oh we gotta talk about it we really have to talk about this now i'm excited and i'm looking around because 
I have the tweet on my phone. And I don't know where my phone is, but I can I have the monitor here. I'll see the uh, see the tweet. We got to talk about uh, Drake and Joe Budden. Now, I, I fin for both. I'm a Drake fan. Uh, I will talk about his latest album right now. I'm also a Joe Button fan. I love Joe Button's music. And obviously, we always reference him on our podcast, our radio show. So I, as a hip hop show ourselves, I have to talk about this now. I'm excited to talk about this story because there is a feud going on between Drake and Joe Button. Now, look, look, I and Joe Button, he's he's killing me with the with the like he's like in the pool or out and he's like looking at his phone. I don't know if this is like AI generated or not, but this is going all over Twitter and all over Instagram. So it's so funny with all this and the, the one is the pool one like him in the pool i don't know it might be it might be him really in his pool uh i don't know uh, about that but the the whole view started guys because drake's latest album for all the dogs came out two days ago or a couple days ago and look i love drake i do I love everything he stood for. I hate that I missed him here in Atlanta when he came to Atlanta. I missed him. We had other things going on uh, because I would have loved to show up for Drake. I like everything Drake stands for. I really, really do. I am going to say openly on this show, I just wasn't a big fan of this one. I just was not. I out of his whole album this time around i really only like two and that's so sad to say for me but i took a listen to his album t and i was just expecting more of a little bit of old drake right but a little bit about him rapping about what he's doing how he's making his business grow and maybe some listeners have a different opinion and this is just solely my opinion I am just not a huge, huge fan of this project because I all after listening all his other projects, right? Like Take Care and, and Views and uh, Certified Lover Boy, you know, those albums I like because there was not, in my opinion, that where I can reminisce and remember, there was not a Drake song from those older albums that I just didn't like i liked particular i liked all of the other songs that he did back in the past but this one this one i don't think this one is is a hit for me i don't i'm sorry drake i'm sorry champagne poppy i'm just not feeling this one right and as an avid fan you know that's where i think joe button and it, it look i stick up for both i'm not dick riding on any either, either drake or joe button but i gotta say that i'm a little bit on joe button's side when he did his take when it came down to uh when it came down to critiquing this album um sorry but this just wasn't good now the one song and, and i mentioned the one song that i liked about this uh on this album was the j cole joint and it's sad it, it's not sad it's kind of sad to say this next part but the j cole joint was good but you had j cole killing it on your own song in my opinion to where joe button made this point 
Joe Button and Ice and Ish and and, and Flip and, and Mel. I think Mel was, was sick that that show. Uh, they made this point to to where they listened to the J Cole record and they probably they had J Cole come in there record his vocals and his his uh, script his not his script but his vocals his 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 part and maybe Drake was like damn J Cole killing it right now damn okay all right that's that's good that's enough that's that's good that's perfect thank you that's that's one take one take wonder that that does it well we'll send you the the we'll send you the final product so you can listen for approval before we release it you're good so and then drake tried to switch the beat and switch something just to make it seem like he's in my opinion trying to big up j cole and it just i don't know it just didn't work that i j cole j cole's him and I think I said about this about this in the last uh, podcast because I listened to uh, another one, the uh, uh, the secret recipe, right? With 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 uh, what's his name, Lil Yachty. So J Cole's him. Now I'm not gonna go into J Cole. You gotta listen to the old uh, last week's podcast because I already talked about J Cole. Um, so Drake, he's not done taking shots at Joe Button though. Um, there there was this thing, and let me see if I can pull the tweet up T real quick and one thing about having a monitor uh as my phone is probably behind the desk over there because i just heard it but it's okay now drake is coming for joe button's career now even though joe button is retired i really and this is this is just my 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 hot take if you will um i do want uh joe button come back as an as a rapper uh i think he i think joe button has one more album in him but hey he's making that podcast money so he doesn't really have to but would i like to see like another new uh joe button project just one more album from joe button hell yeah definitely um so this is what he says and this tweet is long but this is the purpose of our show we're hip-hop now this is what drake says to joe button and i'm reading from the monitor here uh drake says joe button or at joe button uh you have failed at music honestly i don't look i'm not dick riding on joe button or drake but i don't think joe button failed i think he found other venues uh i like with joe button i liked all his joints but for me see my favorite joe button album would have to be rage in the machine that's my favorite i work out to that whole album uh especially um time for work or yeah time for work uh you left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills podcasting is is real right you know i make music myself but podcasting is where it's at and it's it, yeah it makes money so i get it uh, for any artist watching this, just remind, uh, just remember, you are watching a failure. Give their opinion on his side of a recipe for success. It is a recipe for success, though. I will give Drake that. It is a recipe for su- for success because Drake is Drake is Drake. Him is he he is him, right? Got a house in Calabasas and he's making millions. He probably made so much buku money from his tour. So I can kind of see when he says. I do see when he says secret recipe tea. I really do because the, although this album may not be for me because I my age is 27. I'm 27, so I know old Drake and I prefer old Drake. Um, being of my stature and my age, um, I remember I was a super preteen when he first when he first popped on to scene. I want to say 2008, 2009 as a rapper instead of an actor he's transforming into an actor so i get that i do understand that piece 
with uh, uh, recipes for success. Yes, I do. But Joe Button, along with a lot of us out here, we are broadcasters. We we are critiquers. We do have freedom of speech, if you will, uh, to talk about our opinions about a project. I get criticized about my show, right? I get criticized, and just the other day, I got a criticism, a bad review for one of my films, 1943. Somebody gave me a trash review saying that the movie was trash. But honestly, 1943 was not my super best work film. That's on Prime, by the way. You can watch it on Prime and coming to be very soon. But I learned to take criticism. You learn to do that, right? A lot of people gave me negative reviews for Eden Prime in my documentaries. They say that that this shit sucks, right? I am prone to get criticism because that's what makes me stronger, you know? So I'm not understanding why would Drake get super upset about uh, a broadcaster's opinion because you know it's gonna, it's probably this week, later, watch, later this week, it's probably gonna top the charts on Spotify charts, right? It's probably gonna be the most listened to album this week. It's probably gonna hit number one billboard, maybe, right? So... You, you learn to take, you know, uh, constructive criticism as well. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch your you switch your careers because the things that popped into your brain had you broke, uh, had you broke uh, living click to click with the uh, excuse me, with the raps you write um, have 450 men showing up to your shows in dusty NC NC jeans I don't know what that is uh to screw up their face to mood, uh, mood music 29 I love you mood music by the way that's a kind of a mixtape that Joe Button did and pretend that you're the goat plus to any artist that's doing what they feel is right don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact but Drake it seems like it's affecting your mindset because you're tweeting about this you're tweeting about it and you're you're going hard with it you're, you're trashing another, another man's rap career and his broadcast career so maybe you are heard about it uh this guy's a poster child of frustration and surrendering you retired and we never hung up your jersey now that ooh, that shit was cold okay so i gotta give drake this because i i really thought this was funny and i think maybe joe button probably laughed at this too or maybe not right maybe he took it took it to heart right uh, uh, we didn't even remember your number. That was hard. That was, oof, that was like a oh shit moment. Um, and sorry guys, I know this 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 tweet is very long, and I'm surprised he can tweet out something like this because this is way more than 150 characters. So I don't know. Uh, with a Twitter X, but I, I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm not gonna call it X. Um, let's see. Where did I leave off? Um, we know. Uh, we know you for this. Uh, you uh, withdrew from rap, not because you accomplished all you need to. It's because it wasn't working for you. I never want anyone in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate and the act I did and continued to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If you need it, put it simpler terms i owe a set uh, 767 he owes a modest house in the 1973 it flies first class on a special occasions 
yeah this is a feud um this like i say feuds i hate that feuds do happen um i i really do hate that this happens but look i i i i just wish that for me in my opinion i do wish that this album was a little bit better i'm sorry drake i really do i really do wish that this was uh uh better right um I don't think Joe Button failed as a artist. I think I think he found other avenues and other venues to make money. Um, but gee, what happens? And th- and uh, maybe I'm just I'm starting shit at this point. But what if if Drake really wanted to get at Joe Button? What if? And I'm not advocating for both of these. I'm just this is just a third a, a guy from the outside. Obviously, they make millions upon millions. I I'm look. I can't speak to that stature quite just yet, right? But what if Drake goes to Joel Ortiz and King Cricket and say, "Let's make a song real quick," right? That would be the most foul thing you could do. Now, if you guys know uh, Joel Ortiz and King Cricket. Royce the Five Nine and Joe Budden, they formed Slaughterhouse. I actually love Slaughterhouse. I wish they didn't fight, but that would be cold. Now, this is Joe Budden did tweet back and said, uh, champagne, poppy, uh, champagne Poppy, you'll grow up sooner or later. Father Time is undefeated. Joe, Joe, Joe's going to address this on his next show. Watch. And I will be the first. Pe- I don't know if I'll be the first person, but I'll be the first person listening to the Joe Bud podcast to see what he says. But this sucks. This really does. This makes me. I don't know. I, I don't know. This. Uh, this sucks. This really does suck uh, to to both of them. Um, but I, I do agree this album could have been better. Now, Joe Budden did say that you know drake is 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 using a lot of young artists uh for his his uh projects i don't think there's nothing wrong with that because now drake is using or going to young artists who are trying to make it in this industry um i i do think that that's a good thing because uh when when drake finds younger artists to his projects now he's grooming them to the industry and really understanding how the industry works and help people have their creativity though i am big to young artists if they are great there's a lot of young rappers that to me just doesn't appeal to me from this generation and this demographic i'm I'm i gotta say i'm more of an old head right i i like the older style of rap in my opinion but everybody has their own different tastes right uh look both of them are rich in their own perspective uh i don't i don't know who's richer than who i don't but i think they all they both accomplish things in their own ways um i really do hope that they squash this because i say this to a lot of feuds and beefs uh, beefs out there i hate beefs i hate feuds on artists on artists i'm sure this is going to seize down for a minute but they're going to play into this because this this hurts you know when you're discrediting your your joe buttons the not disgracing because i don't think he said it was a trash album i don't think any of the joe button people uh ice ish flip joe i don't think they said that this album was trash they just said it's not an album for them right even joe said hey this is not a bad album this could have been a better album yeah sure but it's not a bad album right um a lot of people didn't like slime slime me out with scissor i like slime me out 
I didn't necessarily like Slime Me Out for this album, right? If it was a single, perfect. But I also see Joe Budden's point where you're discrediting somebody's work now, even though, yes, Joe Budden is retired and he's not making music anymore. I wish he was, but he made some bangers and he, he did to me. He did it. And now he has the podcast that is booming, right? So I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird, sticky situation. This is a juicy situation, though, because I hate beefs. But I when I saw this, I was like, oh, shit. It's about to go down. You know Joe is going to go turn up on his podcast. Um, so we're going to follow suit on that. We're going to follow suit and see what happens. But that's, I don't know, that's that's a little wild to me. It's a little wild to me. Um, we're not going to spend so much on so much time on it on this uh, series as well. But um, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Now, speaking of what's interesting, we got some scores, guys. Um, so I got, I'm gonna talk very lightly about the game last night. Cause, um, I had a shindig last night, so I couldn't watch the game, but it was the Dallas Cowboys versus the 49ers and the 49ers came out on top 42 to 10. Woo. San Francisco whipped that whole ass. Now, uh, that was the, the scoring here for the game. Now we didn't see, I didn't see the game. So I have to really watch the game to really write about it. And I was going to give you guys an in-depth. Uh, review on that my bad I, I apologize to my fan base out there but um i can't talk about this because i didn't watch it um i just i'm googled up the score to see what the score was um <clears throat> excuse me so it's quite exciting for that as well i do want to say i can't say i'm not a cowboys fan but it feels good to see them lose because they destroyed uh the uh, Giants, and I'm a I'm a New York Giants fan. I'm a Jets fan a little. Um, I, if I'm treat if I'm choosing between the Jets and Kansas City, I'm more of a Kansas City. But I'm a New York fan all the way, right? Because I love New York. So I am a New York Giants fan. So it's good to see that um, the the team that whipped the Giants' ass a couple weeks back get whipped by the San Francisco uh, 49ers. So that's the end all score for that. Um, interesting game that was more of a, a slashing uh like i say I'll, I'll read more about that um as we uh as i watch the game later on today because i really gotta i really gotta dabble in and really watch it so i can give you my uh in-depth review of that but what i am going to give you my review on switching from hip-hop a little bit to the gaming news side of things i want to talk about assassin's creed mirage so I bought in. Uh, I did. I bought in and, and got the game uh, myself. And after playing a couple of hours with it, uh, it's not bad. It's really not bad. Now, Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next uh, lineup for the Assassin's Creed series. It's good to see that that series is still going strong because I know a lot of people get a lot of people get a little worried when it comes to Assassin's Creed games as of late. They're really using the formula of wanting to. Uh, the old style formula right i gotta say that a lot of us assassin's creed fans i'm always gonna say my favorite assassin's creed game will have to be assassin's creed 3 it's my favorite um and i like the older style of assassin's creed because it just worked now i was telling my quite a few of my friends this because we were talking about this game and at first i didn't know about it i didn't know if i was going to pick it up because 
you know, you had your Assassin's Creed Unity and and um, Black Flag and Syndicate and Valhalla. You know, you've had all, oh, and Origins. You've had all those Assassin's Creeds. Though those were good. I tend to not. I don't know, not get bored with it, but I just I don't finish. I don't go back and play it as much. Those newer ones. Right. So when I see that Assassin's Creed Mirage, they are kind of going back to the formula as the older first beginnings of Assassin's Creed and understanding the origin behind that. Plus the gameplay, plus the comeback and the, the length of the dialogue is quite interesting. I find so my uh, quite a few of my friends bought it and played it and they said, hey, this is actually not bad. So I got convinced in picking it up. I played the first couple of hours on this game. And yes, it's not bad. Um, could it be better? Yes. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. So to me, if IGN gives it a good score, in any gaming company, uh, review critic company, gives it an 8 or 9 out of 10, then yes, I can see that this will be worth a purchase, right? I, I'm, I'm curious to see uh, next next week, Sonic Superstars and, and Mario Wonder and Spider-Man. All those reviews are getting ready to come out soon as the embargo is lifted from all those games. And I can't wait because when I buy a video game, yes, I go based off the scoring. If it scores good, then yes, I'm going to pick it up. If it's trash, then I'm not going to waste my money, right? So Assassin's Creed Mirage did score good onto the scoring here, and it got me quite excited for that. Um, during the same year as the first iPhone was released, uh, Prince played Purple Rain at the halftime show. And I'm reading this review from IGN because I really love this story. Another bit of culture was changed forever. The first Assassin's Creed game was released with mixed reviews. Not everyone loved it. Um, you, uh, they didn't like Ubisoft's approach to stealth and, and action pack. Now, in the 15 years uh, plus span, you know, it's been so many uh, sequels traded in stealth for something far bigger and flashier and lost the sight of the very spirit of how it began. Assassin's Creed Mirage takes a lot, takes a lot of important imperfection steps to get back to those roots. Yes, you're going to see that. You're going to steal. You're going to see a lot of stealth, right? I love it, though. I am big into stealth when it's easy for me. <laughs> um, I played a lot of hard, stealthy games and I just fell out because it was just too hard for me um but you'll see a lot of stealth you gotta do a lot of stealthing in this game now stealth is killing again in assassin's creed mirage does not away with the xp and leveling your character completely meaning every enemy is just a hidden blade away from doom if you play your cards right most areas have lots of ways to stay hidden yes they do i've i've seen it and the return of the eagle scouting option helps you check out all angles before deciding your next move i always like that mechanic though using the eagle to scout they they did that in um i want to say they did it in syndicate i can't remember they definitely did it in origins and they definitely did it in valhalla so it's good to see that they're doing it here in mirage um i really love the story right i really love the story you're playing this 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 uh man that is grooming up to get the to become an assassin right and you know he's been banished from his town because he stole an artifact and of course from the caliphy right or caliphe and uh his friend kills the caliphe and now he's banished from the town and then he's a runaway from the town he's become an assassin he's you know going back and finding the roots of things and and making sure that he's trying to right his wrongs so that's always a good story uh i, I really 
and thank God Ubisoft did this. I had no doubt. We are privy to the 60 frames per second. Uh, we are. And it, it does mean glory because at the house, I did get a new TV, um, 55 inch, not trying to gloat or anything, but yes, we got a new TV in the house. Um, so it does mean justice to see, uh, just to see 60 frames per second on a bigger screen. Um, so Ubisoft got that right. I think, yes, I'm going to say I'm one of those gamers that it's, it's important to have 60 frame, 60 frames per second in your video game. It's important all video game companies if you're making games make sure you do 60 frames per second because people that's important to a lot of people it's important to me i like the smoothness i really do i that next gen 60 frames smoother i would choose that over that 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 quality and i wish there's a way you can do both and there probably is because the tv i got in my house the new one it is a 4k tv so i do want to see how that can we do 4k plus the higher performance rate to get the smoothest gameplay out of it so they got that right which is great uh i probably wouldn't have not picked it up if, if it wasn't 60 frames even though the story and the gameplay is good if it wasn't 60 frames that would have been a, a almost deal breaker for me it would have um but they got a lot of things right in this game i really do love how the way it's just it's different and i think this is where it's gonna sell now i don't think it's game of the year material right it might be a contender for sure maybe but for it to be game of the year, no, it's not gonna be game of the year because you, you've got so many, uh, so many, so many other games coming out. Now, you're the, the guy that I mentioned. You're, his name is Balsam, and Balsam is the guy that you play and you're, you're grooming up. Um, you're grooming up and you're really doing it. Now, the one thing I do wish they that they did, because they've done this in previous older Assassin's Creed game. I kind of do like how you're able to select the gender type, male or female, right? A lot of gamers love that, where you can play as a man or, or as a woman or whomever. You know, you can choose that in older Assassin's Creed games. But for this, you're playing one character, and that's your character. So that mechanic would have been cool to add on because of today's society, but um, you're playing as as Balsam, and they're saying that the story is far shorter, but the adventure is better for it. Uh, I I think I like games to not be extremely long, right? Extremely long, and they have dialogue, but it's not so much of it, in my opinion. You look at games between Assassin's Creed and the infamous game Horizon, right? I played Horizon Forbidden West. I played both Horizons, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. Uh, and I, I want to say Forbidden West is the newest one that is out between the two. Besides the VR one, I don't have VR, so I obviously can't play that one. Uh, so with Horizon games, I feel like it's just so much talking, right? So much dialogue, so much talking, just so much of it to where I tuned out. I haven't even finished uh, Forbidden West. I almost finished Zero Dawn, but Forbidden West, I haven't finished. Love the gameplay. Gameplay was amazing for that game, but it's just so much dialogue to where you can go and take a shower, go grab a bite to eat and come back. They're still dialoguing, right? In comparison to this game, Assassin's Creed Mirage, there's the dialogue, but it's not so much of it. 
where you're getting into the gameplay. I think dialogue is good in the video game. It's like making a movie. I get it. But this is not a this is not a movie. It's a video game. We want to interact with it. Right? So I do like it how this game didn't have so much of the dialogue because if you had too much of the dialogue, people would tune out very quickly. People would get bored. And that's where I think that they they hit it where it, there's dialogue there, but it's not so much of it. Uh, it's is some people say that his quest is pretty lackluster in relation to other game series. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I I, I do. You know, it, I I would say it's lackluster to a certain extent, but to me, it's not a huge deal, right? I want to get straight to the point. Now, uh, the same goes for uh, Bounce and Allies, who are are excuse me who are all various shades of conspirators but for good types you'll see all over in the Assassin's Creed series with the exception of Balsam's own master Roshan or Roshan brought to life expertly by I can't even pronounce that name I'm sorry distinctively smoky voice I'm not even gonna try the support the supporting cast Mirage is no more than adequate both as characters in their performance now uh They say that this game is around 20 hours, which, look, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's not bad. 20 hours is not bad for a video game. Um, like I say, that's my honest review of it. I, I like the stealthy side of it. I like the game the uh, the gameplay mechanics of it. It's good. IGN gave it an 8. Some people are giving it a, a 4 out of 5. You know, somebody gave it a 9 out of 10. So it's it's good. It's really, really good. Um, we just, you know, if you like it, you like it. I, I think this is a game that if you are looking to pick it up because you really want to play it, then by all means, uh, this game does retail for $50. I want to say T. So it wasn't that, I mean, that's expensive, but it's, I'm glad they didn't have the $70 price tag for this project. Right. Uh, in comparison to all the bigger games that are coming out this year. Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. That's going to be $70, buddy. Like, <laughs> They have the, the the combo back for Spider-Man. That's coming out for $100. Uh, so I'm glad that this project was $50. Uh, this was a, a great pickup for me. I enjoy it. Um, I really do like playing it. It gives me something to do until Spider-Man comes out, right? Um, but yeah, it's good. Now, if this, if this is a game you want to pass up on, I'm sure this game probably going to be, unfortunately, going to be on sale on Christmas, around Christmas time, right? They're probably going to knock down 20% off of the original price. So yeah, it might have it to where, yes, you can get it for Christmas and get a deal on it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of parents are going to surprise their kids for Christmas with this game. So uh, this is definitely a good Christmas gift for sure. Um, but I picked it up. I played it. I liked it. It was good. It's not bad. It wasn't bad at all. I really do enjoy um, playing playing these type of games. And it just, I don't know, it just it makes it does wonders for me. It does. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast here today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as well. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, thank you very much. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Our channel been growing, T. So please watch it now if you're listening to it on all of your major audio platforms, wherever you get your audio platforms from, your podcast from, whether it's iHeart. Uh, I can't even say Stitcher anymore. That's sad. Stitcher's gone. Um, but iHeart. Tune in radio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts on any major platform, uh, we're there. Share it so you guys don't miss out on the next new episode. Again, that's gonna wrap it up here. KLP in the morning. Good morning, Atlanta. And always I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky. Peace. <laughs>